0: A new Canadian talent, Shauna Kane, has arrived on the music scene and she's come to the antidote for a talk. Good to have you here, Shauna.
1: Thank you so much, Dave. I'm so excited and grateful to be here today. Let's get it.
0: Let's talk. You're based in Brampton, Ontario, Shauna. Now, that city has a reputation as a rough place to live. Is there any truth to that? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know, depending on what type of rough that person is referring to. But yeah, I think Brampton, growing up, it was a great place. Um, You know, things have changed a little bit now and it depends on the area. But growing up, it was good. I remember as a child, like having friends like, you know, the typical child. Well, you know, some people's child is not like that. But just being able to have friends, like have their little lemonade stands outside and (laughs) (laughs) things like that so growing up to me it was good um now things are a little bit different in Brampton you know I think there's a lot of poverty as well um more than it was before like I see a lot of homeless people and you know there's a lot of people that are actually struggling right now so you see that people are still dealing with things and hurting over there as well I mean but overall it was good it was good
0: And that makes me curious, does living in Brampton have an influence on the music that you're making?
1: Yeah, I think it definitely does, um, directly or indirectly, because for me, one thing that I always think and that I always see in myself is that basically, I'm a product of every single experience that I've had in life, every single person that's ever even spoken life into me, even if they even spoke down to me, and I had to deal with that, like, everything that we go through results in who we are today so I definitely think it had an impact on me I might not be able to know exactly how but definitely I believe it does
0: what about taking us back to your early days now you've already told us about the lemonade stand but (laughs) when did music begin for Shauna Kane
1: Pretty much music was always in my heart. It was always something that I loved, I cherished. I always had a deep emotional connection with music. Um, I always really loved music. I I always knew that music was a avenue to kind of get lost and it was something you could kind of explore it. It was a whole new territory. So I always loved music, but for me, actually singing and actually writing music came... Uh, about two years ago, the beginning of 2018. So in terms of that, that's pretty new to me. But the love of music has always been there.
0: You mentioned that music is emotional for you. Here's a really off-the-wall question, but why do you think music creates emotions?
1: Yeah, I I think I want to say that music kind of has its own emotion music can be personified like it has its own personality sometimes and because music comes from the heart I believe that substance that turns into music actually has its own it's it's an energy it has its own vibration basically not in a way that's like you know new age but in a way that it literally is a vibration. It has its own sound. It creates different feelings. It, it reminds you of things. Sometimes you smell a scent and it reminds you of something. So it's just like that. I think music can also bring you to places, and it can also remind you of things. So I think that's why it just has a strong presence. Very powerful.
0: That was a good answer. I wouldn't have known, you know, how to answer that question.
1: I I like those type of questions, you know, it makes me think. (laughs) I like it because I I feel like it definitely brings out something in you that you may have never known was there.
0: I'd like to hear, who were you listening to when you were younger? Like, who was making an impact on you?
1: Yeah, a lot of different artists because I grew up, my father was in the music industry, um, just managing my uncle who's an artist and I've just been around so much music I have an older sister as well so I feel like that had a huge influence because she was older she like was listening to certain things that me as a kid wouldn't just be listening to so it's like I was exposed to a lot of different artists a lot of different sounds. Definitely my mom as well she exposed me to a lot of music and amazing artists like Mary J Blige and just Lauryn Hill and Also, I grew up and just continue to love artists like Jenny Aiko. There's so many, so many influences. I'm trying to like really think of everybody, but (laughs) I gotta, I gotta make my list because it's just a lot of people hearing, especially Aaliyah, you know, doing little karaoke at home, (laughs)
0: listening
1: to Aaliyah and Kirk Franklin, Mary Mary, like, a lot of different people so
0: your dad he's your manager what if you ever have to fire him what's gonna happen
1: (laughs) oh my gosh I don't know I don't think that would that would not be an issue because if anything it would be more that he would have to like maybe he'll be taking on another project or someone else would be helping me so it would never be a matter of him being fired (laughs) (laughs)
0: The reason we're here tonight is to talk about the way your debut release. This is really lame to ask, but I want to hear how excited are you
1: i'm I'm really excited, you know, even though it's only been two years, <laughs> it's been a lot of hard work, a lot of change, a lot of progression to get to this point. And yeah, I'm just excited because this is the beginning of the rest of it. This is the beginning of everything so it's like i want to do so much more as well um after this and this is like an introduction to who i am and it's just the beginning like literally it's it's the way when you're going somewhere you have to first figure out which way you're going that's just the first part of the journey figuring out which way are you going you know so that's why i was so significant to the way like the introduction
0: years that's how long ago it was for the whole process for the new EP
1: yeah I, I wrote my first song February 2018 because the, the second song I wrote it's the third song on the EP it's called flow so that song was the second song I ever wrote so it is the beginning and and the way that I ordered it as well is kind of like telling a story of that awakening that I experienced
0: You were talking like this is your very first song, like ever. Nothing before that?
1: I never wrote a song before that. I've written little lines and poetry and not even full poems.
0: But that's insane. So you came in with no background in music, but you're just going to start creating by developing (laughs) your first EP.
1: I feel like I've been studying music Based on the artists that I listened to, as I was saying, like I had a deep emotional connection with music, so I feel like I was subconsciously learning from them. I was taking pointers from all of those artists that I was listening to, and I was learning from them, learning how they do stuff, and also, I worked with an engineer who just really believed in the vision and helped me and and you know gave me tips and and just encouraged me and really showed me, you know, that, yeah, it's possible, like, you can do it. I, I, one day I just, I sent my dad a song that I was singing on WhatsApp, and he said, let's go record it. And that was it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so now I'm even more impressed than I was before. (laughs) Something else I'm impressed by was I am a spirit from the EP. You make a really interesting statement with the line, truth is a mindset, it builds up by time. How are you going to grow if your mind ain't in line? Isn't truth all or nothing? How would it build up?
1: Yes, because when I say truth is a mindset, I'm saying the mindset takes time to build up. So even when we become saved and if you accept God into your heart, you are accepting something that you don't fully understand yet, but you're taking it as truth. So to build it as a mindset, as a place that you live from, as a place that you think from, it takes time because you've been living a certain way for so long. So it takes time to build that truth mindset. Believing in truth and a truth mindset, it's two different things in a little way, as I see it. But you need to also practice it and allow that to be your mindset.
0: I read a quote by you where you were speaking about your music. It's something spiritual and based on the principles I apply to my life. How about sharing about those principles?
1: Yeah, for me, the principles that I've received and choose to kind of focus on is the fact that things are not always what they seem basically and that we as humans we are not in as much control that we think we are. And we need help. We need that significant creator, that, that savior to help us understand who we are. Basically, the principle that we need help understanding who we are. Because in this world, we're taught that we have power to like you know, do everything ourselves. But the principle that I've received is that I need help to understand myself. And I can only get that from the one who created
0: me but then also some Christians like to present themselves as being without fault. Isn't that a lack of reality?
1: It definitely is. And it depends on how they see it. Because if they're saying it in faith, okay. But then also there's, you know, the scripture says, if we say that we have no sin, then, you know, we're not living in the truth. But the word does say that we no longer sin because we're in Christ. We no longer want to sin. We no longer desire to sin. So I understand when they're saying it in that way that, but there is still a progression um, that God is bringing us to fullness because the Bible talks about bringing you to the fullness of Christ, bringing you to the fullness of understanding that we are developing into. So I think it depends on, you know, what they're speaking about.
0: What about for you personally, Shauna? Is being a Christian easy?
1: No, it's not. <laughs> but it's worth it because just like it, it, just just the thought just came to me like just like being a mother or a father. I can't imagine that it's easy, but there is a significance about there is it. It has a purpose. It's not easy at all, but it's worth it. And there's a significant about it, and. People want to be parents. People desire that, but they don't necessarily think about how hard it is all the time. You know, we look at the good moments.
0: I'm guessing that that's sort of where your song, Worldly Love, comes from. You know, but worldly love can cover a lot of ground. You know, I love my wife. I love what I do. But what is it that you're saying in the song?
1: Okay, so worldly love is. It's saying a lot of things. It's a multiple fold type of song because I I was starting from the base of actually love relationships and just seeing the fact that there is a worldly type of love that we believe is a good love or a proper love. Well, not proper, but or a stable or a lasting love, basically. So I was also dabbling in the fact of what is the difference between a worldly love and a godly love or a stable love and a non-stable love because this could basically say unstable love as well because I'm speaking about the dynamics of love in two different ways it's it's a comparison song I'm also speaking about us loving things that Don't love us back, whether it be loving our money, loving, you know, living a fast life, loving certain aspects of partying and all this stuff. And I felt as though because I was in the world partying and drinking and smoking and I loved those things. But those things didn't love me because the alcohol, it messes up your body, it poisons you, the drinking, the smoking affects your brain and you spend your money, you lose things. It it doesn't love you back. So that's what that song also explores.
0: Songwriting can't be an easy thing. Where do your song ideas come from?
1: They come from inspiration, ideas. They come from experiences, they come from sometimes it comes from one word that starts to build upon each other and expands it comes from real experiences yeah and also it comes from the word i use the word that i study to bring life into these songs the the songs are all the word all of them
0: earlier on i asked about your personal influences music wise But of course, now you've switched from being the listener to being the creator of the music. What kind of people are you hoping to influence with your own songs?
1: I'm hoping to influence people who are looking to be influenced, (laughs) even whether they know it or not. But I'm looking to influence people who need that change, who need something that they might not know what it is. But. They know that there's something more for them. And it could be on so many different levels. I'm hoping to inspire people by thinking more about the way that they think, the way that they live, how they see things. I've experienced the importance of knowing, understanding yourself, because this atmosphere You go to work, you do this, you come home, you know, kids, life, family, everything. It's just so busy. So I I really want to stress the importance of getting to know yourself, but getting to know yourself based on who created you. It's like you're getting to know yourself in a different way.
0: I think that some Christians would find a hip-hop worship song like None Like You to simply be too big of a stretch for them. But it actually is worshipful.
1: So yeah, for none like you, it's definitely a worshipful song. It's full of the word. It's full of truth. And I don't believe that the package changes the message
0: at all. That's a good way of putting it. I've mentioned to other artists that metal could be worshipful Can every genre of music be worshipful?
1: That's a good question. I, off the bat, I'm going to say yes. But the thing is that everyone has a preference. Everyone has preconceptions in their head. So if I hear a metal band or if someone else hears um, reggae and all they know about reggae is that it just talks about certain things and whatever, things that are not godly, they're going to automatically categorize that as not worshipful. They can't accept it. So I want to say, yes, any genre can be worshipful. Because it's all about the lyrics. It's all about the person's intention. But we all have our little preconceived notions in our mind, and we make things a reality that's not even true. So we kind of block it sometimes. So I would say, yeah, any any genre can be worshipful.
0: Well, you really open things up there. Speaking about reggae, because your music isn't all hip-hop. Yeah. And it was really great of you to send me one of your unreleased songs, Eternal Fire. Yeah. And that's what it was surprised me, because I wasn't expecting it to have a reggae edge. So are you exposing Shauna Kane's alter ego?
1: No, not at all. You know what? Not at all. <laughs> this is me. This is me. As I was saying before, like I literally see myself as a result of every single thing that I've experienced, every single person I've spoken to, every single person that's spoken to me, every single person I've listened to. You are a, a result of your environment as well as nurture and nature. I believe that. They both work together. So it's me. It's in me too. It's all in me. All of it. <laughs> it all works together.
0: Let's carry on with something we were talking about here earlier. Would you actually say that all of your music is worshipful?
1: I would, I would have to say what is worshipful. But then, I, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, I will definitely say all of it is glorifying God. Because to glorify God is to point to God, to highlight Him, or to highlight His truth. And all of the songs highlight His truth.
0: You teamed up with another artist, Yushindi Masilia, to record Love Letter.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How did the two of you connect?
1: Um, We connected from meeting at a live event. Um, Voices of the Nations is an event that happens every year in Toronto, at Yonge and Dundas Square, and we were able to meet there. And we began to speak, and we're like, you know what? We want to make some music together. He's in a band as well. He has Um, some solo music and he's in a band so we just said you know let's let's make something let's find something to make (laughs) (laughs) and he came to me with that afro beat and i was like let's let's go like i love it
0: the song title love letter sort of gives the impression that it's going to be about romantic love but the song's not about that at all
1: no i'm glad you caught that because some people thought it was (laughs) So love letter is a letter from God to us, from the creator to us, from the lover of our souls to us. And it's an expression of how God would speak to us. Like if we were to listen to him, if we were to read a letter that he sent to us, that's basically what it is. So even in my part as well, because if you listen to my part thinking that it's a relationship, then it might sound a certain way. (laughs) but it's it's god talking to us
0: and that's totally what i was getting from it but <laughs> yes, i could see how you could take it both ways
1: yeah yeah exactly so i think it's pretty cool because even if someone who is in a relationship or just loving their family or also it does go in that way as well actually because you did intend for it also to be a love letter from people to their family it's a love letter in so many different forms but Originally, it, it's a love letter from God to us, but then we also can project that love to others.
0: Well, that brings up a whole other topic then. That's writing on multiple levels. Is it worthwhile to write songs on multiple levels, or is it better just to keep the message straightforward?
1: I think it's definitely worthwhile to write songs at multiple levels. I think it depends on what comes out of that inspiration. Sometimes it's just merely on one thing but i think it's very rare that when you're writing from the word of god i don't feel like it it ever is just one way straight i feel like you can interpret in so many different ways like someone like even i was listening to the other day like that song bless the lord O my soul came up in my mind and I started to think about it in a different way. I started to think about it in the way that me telling my soul to bless the Lord. So, even though I might not feel like blessing, you know what I'm saying, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Soul, bless the Lord. You're telling your soul to do that. But then before, I never thought about the song in that way. I'd always thought about the song in God, bless my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. So maybe that's the way that it was supposed to be that bless the Lord, oh my soul. My soul is supposed to bless the Lord, but but I always thought it was just like, God bless me, you know, but started thinking about it in a different way. So I think when you're having songs that have the word in it, it's so deep, it's not ever gonna be just one way. Or rarely, it'll really be just one way straight.
0: What about with reading the Bible? Do you think that as you progress in your faith, you actually begin viewing some of the scriptures differently from what you did as you were younger?
1: Um, I definitely believe so. I think there's so many factors because the word is so deep. It's like you can read one sentence this week and next week you get something totally different to it because something happened to you or you experienced something that allowed you to see that scripture in a different light. So I believe that that scripture just continues to pour out, continues to evolve itself in a way to show itself true. You can see it in so many different ways based on what you experience, you know? I think it's very powerful. Very, very powerful. I've read Romans eight so many times. <laughs> so many times and it's like still get something from it every time.
0: And that's your favorite?
1: I would say like there there's so many favorites, but Romans eight was the first chapter I read when i started my journey with god the first chapter someone at the church when i got saved they're like go read romans 8 i was like that i read it and i was like whoa <laughs> like, is this real like this is crazy so i i think it's very powerful to just say that there's therefore no more condemnation to those who are in christ jesus like that's a strong statement and you don't hear that from anyone else that there's no Usually, we think that there is condemnation because we've done things, we've lied, we've stolen, we've done things, we've manipulated, and it's like, God, I've done all these things, Lord. You know, every day, remind me, God, what I did so I can be small. Like, it's like, God's saying, there's no more condemnation for those. It's like, what? That's just a shocker.
0: Shauna, it's obvious that you're different from many Christian artists, but really, why be different? Like, why not sing some of the sappy songs you hear on mainstream radio
1: i think because everyone has a divine purpose so i wasn't made to do that necessarily i i I don't want to say that because i can do that as well but for me i believe that my my purpose is to declare declarations of deliverance and it can be in any form that's just the focus So anything else is not in a box. As long as it's a declaration for deliverance, it's a goal for me. (laughs) But it is different from, you know, the typical worship, but I also love that as well. It's just a matter of what God put on my heart, what he allowed me to say.
0: Tell us more about The Way. When does it release and how do we get it?
1: Yes, so The Way releases October 2nd, and it's going to be available on all streaming platforms mainstreaming platforms and um google Play is going to feature it as well you can purchase it on there or stream it on apple music spotify and it's going to be it's going to be amazing it's just going to be a great introduction and i'm i'm really looking forward to people just listening to it taking in the words and getting a, a understanding of what i'm trying to bring forth yeah
0: Shauna Kane has been with us on The Antidote. Thanks for this chat, Shauna.
1: You're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. It was such an amazing time. And thank you for your questions. You're a great interviewer. It was really good.